Listeners, thanks for joining me again today. My name is Chuck Tuck, and I am the host of Open Mic with Chuck Tuck. Hey, just a heads up. I may be changing my podcast name. Not my name, Chuck Tuck, but the Open Mic with Chuck Tuck. So I will keep you up to date, uh, keep you informed, and let you know if I make a change. So, okay, today, podcast. I had some guests on, three guests. I threw this out there on a Facebook open like an open call situation, uh, asking people to come online and talk to me. So what we talked about was electric cars, fossil fuel, uh, the future of transportation, really. So I had some guests. I had Grace, Rich, and Matt. So have a listen. And please, if you have any suggestions or anything, call in to the caller hotline at 425 998 Eight two five one. Again, the podcast caller hotline is four two five nine nine eight eight two five one. Love to hear from you. And if you can do me a favor, please give a five star rating, no matter what platform you're listening to this podcast show on. And please spread the word to your friends and family members and anybody that you know about the podcast show. That will help out tremendously. All right, so let's get on with the show. So there are, I don't know if we'll call them mandates because I'm not really sure, but we're, we're looking at the future of cars and vehicles and fossil fuel and going towards electric. Mm-hmm. Um, with Rich, what do you think as far as electric cars and is it right to force car manufacturers and people to uh, give up fossil fuel and go to an electric car? I'm talking all electric, not hybrid, but all electric. You know, the electric is an interesting idea because distance is important. Um, Currently, we don't have the technology to go anywhere. For me to drive from my house to Indianapolis would be a three-hour drive. So I need a vehicle that I can drive for three hours. Right now, the mileage isn't there. For my daily commute, absolutely would work wonderful. But uh, until I can drive... 300 miles or even you know from Indianapolis back to Seattle you know if I want a road trip home I've got to have a vehicle that can do that sort of thing or our society completely changes the way we commute from place to place so that um, we can live with the cars we've got Grace um, it used we in the 1920s there were electric cars um, fossil fuels were was not the dominant way of fueling cars, but it became a thing with Rockefeller and all of them that they pushed the electric cars out of business because it was not their model. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that it, it was sustainable, but then people didn't need to buy what they wanted to sell. So they pushed them out. And in the 80s, when they had electric cars in California, it was definitely a thing that was going to not revolutionize, but certainly the people with fossil fuels were upset. And so they got GM to not only take back a car that you already bought, but crush them so that they don't exist anymore. I'm sorry. I'm a real, I really, not so much believe in electric cars. I believe in solar cars. 
But then again, I live in Las Vegas, so um, the infrastructure is not there yet. I mean, I would love to have an electric vehicle, but if I wanted to drive to Reno, which is 400 miles away, there's no way of stopping to charge. And I don't want to get stuck, really stuck in this little town out of nowhere because I can't charge my vehicle. So, Matt, so, what do you think about the uh, whole electric EV vehicles? Well, that I mean, the thing is, it's they've been telling us, oh, it's we're on the verge for how many years now. But it really comes down to these fast, being able to charge a car fast. That, that's what the deal you have to be able to charge a car. You pull in somewhere like you fill it up with gas. If you can do that, then then it's going to be game over, really. I mean, as far as any other car, because you'll be able to just charge it up and on your way. But until we get, like Grace was saying, the infrastructure in that supports that and the battery technology that we need mm-hmm. for that instant charging thing. Now, you know, they're talking about new uh, the, the glass uh, it's glass uh, glass batteries. Mm-hmm. Of those that that you can charge up very very quickly. I mean, you know, basically the same as filling it up with gas. So you know, if that breaks through, then I think there's going to be a big change. There really will because it's, yeah. you know, so I think better consensus better with with everybody here is the infrastructure. You need distance, and you need to be able to charge fast. So mm-hmm. here's. Here, here's something that solves pretty much all of that, except for the um, places that you could get it. California mm-hmm. does it and Canada. Hydrogen fuel cell vehicles. So you can fill it up fast, if not even faster than gas. So mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know why we haven't gone that route. Yeah. Or, um, open that up more. Honda has, uh, Honda and Toyota have, in 2021, they've got new hydrogen fuel cell vehicles. But again, it's only in California and in Canada. Um, do any of you guys know why um, car manufacturers or the government have not explored that? Follow part the money. Of, part of it is that the hydrogen technology is you, you've got, it, it's, it's harder to store and it's harder to transport. But I was just reading uh, the pipeline, the pipelines that are in place Oil companies are actually, in you know, studying and and analyzing if they can use their existing pipelines because eventually, yeah, there's going to be less and less demand for oil as electric takes over. So they're looking at being able to transport hydrogen through their pipelines. So that right there is telling you those are the companies that sell the gas and 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 the oil, mm-hmm. and they're looking at pumping hydrogen because they see it coming down the pipe. So I. I I think that's a that's that's another thing that's going to be coming up that you know so there's a big change coming. There's definitely alternative ways of getting mm-hmm. fuel, uh, yeah. like you're saying, Grace. Solar, uh, hydrogen fuel cell, electric. Uh, like Rich was saying, I would love to be able to have one of those type of vehicles. Um, not so much, not so much because I could get better distance for a cheaper. Uh, for a cheaper price, but more for the, to me personally, more for the um, ecology. Uh, I, I, it's the pollution. Uh, it's, yeah. I know Ever that. Driven around through smog 
Right. It's, Driving downtown and it, and you, you start to head into town, you see that layer, mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh man, if we could get rid of that. Yes. You, you know, life would be better. I mean, it just would be better. Kids and asthma, and everything. You get rid of that layer of smog. At so the beginning of the pandemic, when you know basically nobody went out. Yeah. You only went out because you had to go out. That main thoroughfare by the airport, you yeah, could yeah. look out in the mountains and it was so clear. It <laughs> <Yeah>. was so <laughs> clear. It was like, wow, where are we living? <laughs> oh, and then the pandemic now, shut down all the humans. <laughs> yes. We were making all the mess. <laughs> and now that everybody's back to driving, it's uh, that fog that's out there, the yeah. smog, and you're like, oh. Yeah. Hey, just as a heads up, I just got a, a message from Zoom that says my my time limit is coming to an end in eight and a half minutes. I'm going to have to buy a paid account to make this longer. So just give oh, me yeah. a heads up. If we get cut, it's because of that. I did not hang up on you. Um, I was just going to say this. Rich and I grew up uh, in the neighborhood together years and years and years ago. And he's not living in, in Washington State any longer, but I his family had a farm and there's a pond and there's a whole lot of stuff. Granted, there's homes there now, but as the years went on, you could see how the land was changing, uh, almost like eroding from other construction. At least that's my thought is mm-hmm. that pond that we used to be able to go out on just got smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And I don't know, Rich, I don't know how that happened. It's just like, well, why is the pond getting smaller? Well, when I um, do a Google Maps look at where I grew up, there's six houses on the two and a half acres that they put in, plus our house. So there's seven houses in there. And they told us that the pond couldn't be played with or done anything with because it was part of the natural flow of water through there. Well, the water in the pond that's on the other side of the road from our house that you, all three sides of the roads had uh, ponds on them. Mm-hmm. Those have all kind of disappeared, and there's now houses and all sorts of property there. Yeah, it was it was a um, a natural wetland. Yes, yeah. And, and it's like Rich said, it's it's gone. Uh, to me, the only reason I brought that up is we're talking electric vehicles, and you mentioned infrastructure. All of that to me is part of the infrastructure of uh, vehicles and getting around. At least that's how I look at it. But it's. We either need to change the way we think about driving because we are in love with our cars. And if our society switched over to you drive short distances and if you want to run, say, from Seattle to Tacoma or Portland, you board a train Mm -hmm. and ride the train down there. That are some of the changes that I think need to come about to make with electric car technology the way it is today we have to make adjustments like that as in a society to take advantage of that or else uh we're never going to get rid of gas there's too much money in gas anyways Mm -hmm. yeah i think grace mentioned that follow the money yeah yeah right and i that's a great thing that you're saying rich is it's it's like a societal thing we have to change our way of thinking as far as Mm -hmm. getting around um and I, i think I think we are in a start going that direction from companies because I think they're, they are really realizing now that work can be done 
remotely. Um, I, for one, I probably put in more hours than I would if I went to a nine to five. Um, I know my sister has said the same thing because I could work 24 seven. I might have to take a, a, an hour break in the middle, but I'm working at nine at night till midnight. And then I'm working from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. So I'm putting in more hours. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. It is, um, if you're in manufacturing, you cannot do that from home unless they give you a bundle of stuff, say, do this at home, work on your own time. But you're always going to have to check in and manufacturing. But uh, if you have more of a desk job or something like that, yes, you can uh, work from home with no problem. I know, like, with, I don't know if it's, uh, was it Microsoft or, or Amazon or somebody, they used to have, like, the green bus. It wasn't color green, but... Uh, their employees would go someplace, meet the bus, catch the bus, mm -hmm. and it'd take them to work. So there uh, was less fossil fuel being burned, less pollution. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a, that's a pretty good idea is um, a system like that, a park and ride for large companies where employees go to the park and ride, they park the car, and the bus takes them. And kind of have an open, you're not going to be late. Because the bus is taking you there. If the bus gets there five minutes, ten minutes late at work, you're not reprimanded because of it. So, well, I think we need to start really just Europe's way ahead of us on all this. I mean, mm -hmm. if, if you go to Europe, you're seeing all that in action, working really, really well. And, and I think we just need to, to just examine what we're doing as opposed to people who are working with a system that's working well and, and aspire to motivate towards that. And like, like I say, Europe has been, been doing this for years. They've been, they've been actively working towards solving these, these very problems we're talking about. And so we, we need to just follow their lead and accept, hey, these, this is a great idea. Let's do it. Let's do it this way because it works. So what's the real answer here? Hydrogen fuel cell, solar power, all electric, or are we going to go with the combination of, you know, the electric hybrid and fossil fuel? Or is there something else like, um, oh, solar plus the electric vehicle, which we call solar EV? Hmm. Now there's a thought. Uh, call in 425-998. 8251. Let me know what you think. Again, that number is 425-998-8251. And thank you again for joining me today. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to be doing this uh, maybe twice a month as far as bringing on just uh, guests just out of the blue. I'm just going to be posting on Facebook and YouTube saying, welcome, come on in. Let's have a chat. Let's have a discussion. So until the next time, this is your host, Chuck Tuck with Open Mic with Chuck Tuck. <laughs>